1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. How is your business as we continue to search for some sense of life as we knew it? <laughs> well, Tina, you know what? It's, it's all relative, and businesses get considering we don't have a lot of inventory so we are selling the inventory that we're getting and in that sense it's good but man has it been quiet yeah and you know what you're you always have that positive attitude and i i appreciate that now earlier this week the toronto real estate board uh, released home sale numbers and it will come as no surprise that sales were down gee no kidding eh yeah, 67% down for sales across the board. Uh, you know, last year in 2019, we were just starting to come out of the funk that we were in, and we had uh, completed 9,005 transactions. This year, 2,975. So it's not a surprise considering inventory has been down. So last year at this time, we had 17,213 places for sale. This year, only 6,174. So as you see, inventory is down 64% as well, and that's going to contribute to what's happening in the market. Uh, you know, those were new listings. Active listings were down 41.4%. So, you know, some of the houses have been sitting for a lot longer. Uh, days on market now is a little bit less than it was last year, but it's still at 24 days. And, and we were getting used to selling properties in 14 days earlier on this year. So it, it is a big change. And, uh, you know, the average price surprisingly continues to stay strong. Uh, you know, it's up 0.1%, but it's still holding steady. And that shows that there is no catalyst to actually tank the market or burst the bubble right now. It's just a pause. Can I ask you, how does York Region compare to those Toronto numbers? York Region did a little bit better. So York Region is selling about 50% of the properties that are coming on the market. Uh, if we're looking at York Region, we had about 2,000 properties available for sale, and uh, and you sell about a thousand of them. So, it's uh, it's a little bit stronger in York Region. Prices are definitely stronger in York Region. They're still up about a full percent, and we're starting to see York Region really heat up. Even though we're not out of it yet, we're starting to see signs. People are calling. They're asking what they need to do to get their home ready for sale. And if you drive around York Region. The curbside pickup for Home Depot, Lowe's, Rona, Canadian Tire is just jammed. And, and these are people that are going out and getting things that uh, they need to prepare their home for sale. Now, what about in terms of your best guess of coming out of it? When do you think that's going to happen? And what are the prices going to be like at that point? Do you expect them to be at the same level they were at earlier this year when the year started, as you said, like gangbusters, and, and then it just completely, obviously, had to shut down? 
So it's a two-part uh, two-part answer to that, Tina. So we were selling properties for about 103 or 104 percent of asking, which meant everything was multiple offers. It was bidding wars. We were getting over asking on these properties. A typical uh, return on your pr- uh, listing price is about 98 percent, which is where we are right now. We're selling homes for about 90 percent of asking, and the main reason is you're still getting market value for your home. In a multiple offer situation, you get market value and then you get other bidders that will go a little bit higher and that's why you're getting over asking. It doesn't mean the house is worth more, it's just what someone wants to pay in a supply and demand uh, equation. Right now, what we're seeing is demand is still strong. People realize that uh, homes are priced at market value and they're willing to pay that. But because there's no multiple offers, that's why you haven't seen the the price growth that we had earlier on this year. As we come out of this, if we're still selling, you know, 50% of the inventory that's out there, that's only two months of inventory. A normal market is four to six months of inventory. So unless the market gets flooded with inventory as we come out of this and the buyers stay on the sidelines, that's when you're going to see prices start to decline. Right now, there's no indication of that happening. We would have seen that already because we would not have been selling 50% of our inventory right now. We would have been selling maybe 10 or 20%. And then you know that there's going to be a drastic change in the supply and demand equation. Right now, if things stay the way they are and they continue to grow in that same percentage, you're going to start to see multiple offers creep back in. And in terms of timeline, originally I was saying end of May. I'm thinking it's probably going to be middle of June, and that's still, it's a little bit later than what we're used to. We're used to March, April, and May being very strong months for sales. Now we're going to start to see that push back into June, July, and August. However, I'm expecting a huge, uh, you know, uh, demand or surge during those three months because people still want to be moved in and settled in prior to school starts in September. And do you think that's going to be enough time to turn the year around for your business? I am hoping that if we can get to last year's level, then we will have a great year, considering that we just lost about three months of peak selling time. Uh, you know, uh, the spring market is the hottest market in real estate. And if we're using that or delaying that, uh, you're going to start to see decline in the, the number of sales. A lot of analysts are predicting that we'll be up 5 to 7% by the end of the year. So that just shows that people aren't going away. They're sticking around. They're just waiting it out. And as soon as this is over and they're able to come out, they're going to start to get out. There's already people jumping the gun by saying, I want to get out before everyone else gets out, so send me properties now. now and that shows Sorry to interrupt you there. Um, the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation also earlier this week said they expect real estate prices won't return to pre-recession levels until late 2022 at the earliest. Can you translate that statement for us? What does that mean? So when they're looking at Canadian prices, they're looking at Canada across the board. Now, you also have to remember Alberta is going to be in a crunch for a number of years because of the energy crisis. So there's a lot of markets in Canada that are affected uh, outside of the COVID-19 pandemic. So when you're looking at a recovery across the board in Canada, you have to take into 
account that, you know, Alberta, with the energy prices being where they are for oil, the, and that's going to take a long time for them to recover. And, and 2022 may be generous. I, I mean, a lot of owners in Alberta I'm talking to for real estate offices are thinking it's going to be the end of 2022 or 23 by the time they rebound. And Toronto and Vancouver are different types of markets. So Toronto and Vancouver will bounce back quicker than a lot of the provinces will. All right, when we come back, an area in Ontario that has seen some activity, even now. Stay with us. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. We'll be right back. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next is a 30-year real estate veteran. Jerry Hendricks is joining us, and, and Jerry's from REMAX Garden City Hendricks Team Realty. He's the broker of record. Jerry, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Jerry, tell us a little bit about how Niagara is handling the COVID-19 period, the Niagara region's handling the COVID-19 period, and uh, what you're seeing in terms of sales, listings, and you have a unique perspective on Airbnbs, so we want to get into that as well. Sure, no problem. So I believe everybody is handling it uh, in a safe fashion. Everybody is making concerted effort to do their part in the Niagara region to uh, stay safe and keep safe here. We still have an active real estate market. There are still buyers and sellers who need to make a move at this time. So we came out of a very strong beginning of the year market, and we continue, although our sales are down, our listings are down as well. So it's a pretty balanced market right now. And what are you hearing from clients, either buyers or sellers right now, Jerry? I think some of them are concerned about the direction of the market and, and the uncertainty of where we may be heading into the, into the future. So I hear that from some folks. Other folks, they just, they just want to make a move. They, they need to make a move for whatever reason, different uh, lifestyle changes, families getting together, uh, people moving into town, people needing to move out of town. There's a whole assortment of reasons that uh, sometimes we forget uh, in our day-to-day business that there's really specific needs of people uh, to make a move. And Jerry, this is a time of year that your region peaks in terms of traffic and people coming in, people coming in for their you know, spring, summer homes, cottages, and at the same time, people going in to see the falls area. How has traffic been in your area? Well, I think that it's uh, started to pick up over the last little bit as we've started to see warmer weather. Uh, I'm very hopeful that people are still remaining social distant. It's a, it's a really catch-22. It's a real struggle for our area, I believe, as we get into the nicer weather. Uh, come long weekend is where we really start to see, see a change in the volume of people coming into the Niagara region, and then certainly really strong once we hit the end of June into the summer months. Now, as Asif already mentioned, you're also in the B&B market. What has that been like for you? Yeah, so we do have a few Airbnb, or as a lot of people refer to them as, um, for short-term rentals, uh, both waterfront and non-waterfront in an area called Crystal Beach beautiful area, beach area on Lake Erie. So that has been a challenge. So um, they've really basically pretty much eliminated um, 
the use of homes for uh, short-term rentals. We're hoping that opens up a little bit. We have a lot of um, bookings for this summer, partially in June, uh, June and September being the shoulder months, and then solid through July and August. So we are extremely hopeful that uh, we are going to work through this in a shorter time frame and people are still able to come to these homes and enjoy uh, the homes uh, this summertime. And Gary, you've been in and around real estate for over 30 years. So first of all, congratulations on that. And well, that making me sound awesome. a little bit old. <laughs> and, uh, you know, surely you've seen different types of markets. And I think you were mentioning offline, you've been through eight or nine different types of markets. How does this compare? Well, it has some commonality, but certainly some distinct differences as well. Uh, so we do see ups and downs. It all comes down to, at the end of the day, supply and demand, as well as people's perspective and how they're feeling about the market. I think we're in quite a different period where uh, a lot of people do feel this is a temporary, whereas sometimes back in the early 90s, for example, where we had the market kind of pulling back each year for about five, six, seven years, uh, it was a different mindset. So I think most people feel today we are going to work through this. Uh, we're strong people, we're strong-willed people, and I think they're seeing that there is light at the end of the tunnel here. So I think it's a little bit different attitude that's more of a pause than a complete shutdown of the market, for sure. And Jerry, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to ask you, when, when do you think we're going to come out of it? Do you have a best guess? And when we do come out of it, what is it going to be like? What is that market going to be like? Well, thankfully, Tina, I have my own crystal ball, so I'm good. I know exactly where we're going. So uh, we are. I'm, I'm very hopeful, and I think that we're going to be seeing this through over the next 30 to 60 days. I believe that we'll be fortunate to be able to hold people back for the month of May, but once, June, you know, beginning, mid, end of June, it's going to be a really challenge, right or wrong. I'm not picking sides here, but right or wrong, people are going to start just pushing, you know, out, outwards and, and, and trying to get back to a resemblance of, of uh, life. So we had a great um, demand, as I mentioned earlier, at the beginning of the year. That market is still there, waiting for new listings to come on the market. There's also people that have been living in their homes, and they're probably feeling one of two things after being cooped up, so to speak. And that is, they love their home. Well, if that's the case, they've been enjoying it, they love it, fantastic, no need to call me. You're, you're good. There's other people, though, that have, are going to be feeling like, you know, this home is no longer working for us. So I think they're going to start coming into the market. So we're going to see a high level of activity come 30, 60 days from now. And basically our strong, strong spring market is going to just be pushed back into the months of June, July, August, whereas people still want to be moved as opposed to wanting to maybe move in the beginning of the summer. Now they're going to be more so wanting to be moved into their new home prior to the new school year. And Jerry, just getting back to your crystal ball, I saw your video with your crystal ball and I want to congratulate you because the crystal ball that you used was your Circle of Legends Award from Remax. And to be part of that small and distinctive group is quite an honor. So congratulations on that. Well, thank you very much. And I wanted to ask you what demand was like prior to going into this pause. You know, how was demand? How were sales? And what, what percentages are you comparing that to now? Well, the biggest challenge that we had was a lack of inventory. 
quite often, if the weather is mild in January, the buyers come out in January, but sellers aren't in the mindset to a lot of them to be putting their home on the market until the springtime. So there was, um, it was a seller's market in January, February, and right into the beginning of March, till right that mid-March, where obviously we saw the shift due the pen, to the uh, due to the pandemic. So um, yeah, we we see that continuation once things get back a little bit back to normal, uh, that coming into the market. So our sales were we were closing at about 400 and change. Uh, transactions in January, February, and so on, and we're probably looking at about 50% approximately in the month of April that closed off. So I see, depending on when we get back to the new normal, that is probably going to be about balanced out in the month of May, and then we're going to start to see that uptick. And Jerry, can I ask you, what are you telling your clients right now? Those are maybe who's sitting tight. Are they getting their their homes ready to sell at some point this year? And what exactly are they doing to get those homes set to go? Well, certainly some of them may be uh, getting them a little bit prepared. They have time to do things around the home to spruce up their home. You know, a little bit of paint, a little bit of fixing up. It's a great opportunity to use that time to maximize the dollars when we do come out of the gates and they're ready to go on the market to uh, maximize the price that they can get for their homes. That's great advice, Jerry. And if people want to get a hold of you to get some more information about the Niagara region, Airbnbs in the area for the summertime just to get away, what's the best way that they can get a hold of yeah, certainly it's a beautiful place to, to visit here, to live here, to own here, or just, yeah, come on down and, and check it out. So if you'd like to reach me, feel free to give me a call, send me a text, 905-651-3475. You can also email me at jerry, that's jerry with a J, at niagarahomes.com. When we come back, this week's hot listing, and just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Jim in Georgina. The warm weather may not be here yet, but how do we add curb appeal to our homes before we hit the market? Asif? That's a great question. And, and you know, curb appeal has a lot to do with people from the time they drive up to your home all the way walking in. So there's a lot you can do. You can fix up the, the driveway a little bit. You know, some people have interlock that there's weeds coming through, things like that. So you can you can always address that issue. You can paint the outside of the, the garages or the, the window frames, the doors, have the windows cleaned up, the doors cleaned up. And then also right now the garden centers are opening now. So you're able to go out and get some flowers or if you can't put them right into the ground, you can always buy planters, and put them along the walk up to your home. Uh, there's a lot you can do without actually having to uh, dig into the ground, which may not be ready for that yet. All right, great advice. Our next question comes from Al in Unionville. He wants to know, what specifically should he pay attention to when he's on a virtual home tour? Good question. That's a great question. And virtual home tours are now going into more detail. Before, uh, we used to focus on the cosmetic aspects of the home, but now we know that people are going to rely on these 
to make that initial purchasing decision. And so now they're going into more detail. Uh, you can ask for uh, you know, a specific tour just for you, and we could do that through Zoom. We can go in, show you the electrical panel, you know, maybe take you through some of the cabinets to show you the, the plumbing. There's, there's so much more that we can do now with uh, the technology that we have in order to showcase the homes. So a lot of realtors are now taking that virtual home tour to a different level and walking through the home as if they were with you and pointing out certain areas, closet space, different areas of the home that you may not see in a virtual tour because a virtual tour is limited to the number of pictures that the photographer takes. But now with the technology that we're using for virtual open houses and even videos of homes, you're able to cover a lot more space and a lot more of the aspects of the home. Now, I guess Al could also be very specific with his own agent and ask the agent to showcase the specific area that Al wants to see, right? For sure. And Al, you can actually be online with your agent at that time. So as you're walking through, you can ask for more details. Uh, We had an agent that sold one of our properties virtually that went into the condo and FaceTimed his clients so that they were able to ask him certain questions uh, asked the, him to take the the phone into different areas of the condo and be able to show them what they were looking for. And if we're looking at specific structural issues, I guess the home inspector can still be part of the process, right? Yeah, home inspectors are still going in. They are an essential service, and they are going in, and they're doing the same thing. Uh, they're not taking people in with them, but at the same time, they're able to communicate with people and show them everything through a Zoom video or FaceTime or WhatsApp. Uh, There's a lot of different ways, Uh, even appraisers, Tina. Uh, I had a call from an appraiser. Uh, They're able to do, instead of three or four appraisals a day, now they're doing 10 appraisals a day because they're getting people to walk them through the home with a a Zoom link. So anything is possible. It is, and, and we're learning more and more about the tools that we had before and how to use them properly. Asif, if we have just enough time for this week's hot listing, what have you got for us? This week, we have a condo from Markham, Ontario, and this is a, a great property, and the price point as well, I and mean, when you're talking about downtown condos, the price point is going to be $1,200 a square feet or so. This is a 777-square-foot suite, and it's on for $528,000, brand new. It's at Baroque and Highway 7. That's right by Markham Stovall Hospital. Great location. There's retail stores all around just underneath there. This place is awesome. Nine-foot ceilings, crown moldings throughout, wide plank floors, The kitchen has a nice dark espresso wood island with white upper cabinetry, quartz counters, breakfast bar, pendant lighting. They went all out on this one. And for $528,000, this is a great one-bedroom plus den condo with two bathrooms. Asif, if our listeners want more information about this property or to connect with you, how can they do that? They can give us a call at 905-554-5522. And to connect with me directly, they can call me at 416 985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening.
Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.